Do you still want to see my face? What? Because before you said you wanted to see my face. Now I was just wondering if you still wanted to see it. It's a bit of a work in progress, but oh, I think you'll like it. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Rat Knife Podcast. Happy spooky season, motherfuckers. Welcome to another episode of the Rat Knife Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett, alongside Adam and Eric. And tonight we are going to be talking about 2019's Haunt and some other spooky occurrences. Hope you guys enjoy. Adam, you want to kick us with some facts? Yeah, so Haunt was released August 23rd of 2019 and had a budget of $17 million. It had a limited release in the box office and brought home $2.4 million. But it later premiered on Shudder where it was ranked the number one most watched premiere of 2019. Quick disclaimer here. I don't know why I have to say this at this point, but spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, pause this episode, go back and watch it, and jump back in. I don't know about you guys, but I found this to be a very enjoyable and refreshing movie in an abundance of movies that were completely garbage, as we like to butcher moderns this I day and age. It. it was super fun. I had, I had a blast with it. I loved it. I loved all the haunters. How I, about you, Adam? Well, funny. How about you, Adam? It's funny you asked that question. So I haven't seen. I should have followed Eric's disclaimer and pressed pause right here and go watch this movie because I haven't seen this one yet. And I've had a wild day and I didn't get around to watch the movie, but I'm excited to learn about it and I'm going to watch it after and hopefully uh, provide at least a little bit of witty banter along the way. Yeah. Adam, Adam had a wild day today, movie. but uh, <laughs> we're going to get into thought, it. This will be fun. The movie. This isn't a bad thing, guys. This isn't a bad thing. Adam can ask us some questions and see if we fumble along the way. For sure. But I mean, I'm, I'm really excited just knowing that like, I'm a big fan of the visuals that come out of Eli Roth movies and seeing his name attached to this, I, I'm like, oh, man, this is really cool. I actually thought I had seen this movie, but it turns out it wasn't this. It was a completely different movie. Uh, House is October Bill. Exactly. Which I love that movie, too. I want to shamelessly plug that one right now as great movie. Super. We had originally movie. planned to do both of those movies on right. this one episode and discuss haunts in general, but um, it's a good thing we didn't. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, super awesome flick. Eli Roth, kudos. Super great. Super fun. Had a blast with it. Well, and Scott Scott Beck and Brian Woods, I mean, they're the ones that directed it. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, Eli Roth just put his name on it. Right. Some cash behind it. I mean, exactly. kudos to him for, you know, for investing in it. But, yeah. you know. Kudos to everybody uh, in this in this flick. I thought it was it was well done all around. I mean, when we intro into this movie of these like college kids, I, I remember my first watch on this being like, I don't know how I feel about these kid actors that are in it. The Haunters were fucking fantastic awesome. but the kids i was like eh, i don't know but well, then are they like your typical like super good looking like uh late 2000s horror movie like they're like super babes and jock dudes um so yes and no so like the girls are, are all fairly good looking in this flick um 
the guys, there's like that one dude that's like a Freddie Prince Jr. knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's like a, a bit of a, a heavier dude that is super um, comedic relief. And it was in the beginning so over the top. Yeah. And I was like, this is like what we were talking about in previous episodes where like there's unnecessary comedy. But he's like the douchebag of the group. Right. So oh, yeah. like it works out like initially you're like, eh, whatever. Then when they get into the hunt, he's kind of funny. Like and you're and some of the stuff he says is is actually pretty hilarious. Yeah, right, but. right, right out of the gate. You have the uh, I'm assuming Nathan's the Freddie Prince Jr. Look yes. like that you're talking about. Yeah, um, the baseball player. They're all they're all at a bar and they meet Hopper's out with two of her girlfriends and they meet Nathan and Evan. Evan's the heavier set guy. And Nathan starts talking to Hopper and he's like, you know. Hey, how you doing? Yada, yada, yada. You, you, you want to fucking drink this and that. And then Evan comes out of nowhere and smacks a... I don't know if he throws his beer. He smacks it out of someone's hand and completely covers Hopper. The Hopper. Yeah, the Hopper. The Hopper. In yeah. beer while Nathan's talking to her. And he's just like, oh, yeah, sorry about my buddy over here. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, dude, this fucking girl just got hosed with a whole fucking cup of PPI or whatever the fuck shit beer you're fucking serving over there. She got embarrassed twice because he was just looking to get another beer. And he and she thought he was signaling her to come over like he wanted to talk to her. So she came over and he's like, hey. And she's yeah, just what, like, what are you doing over here? You called me over here. And he's like, oh. No, I'm really sorry. I was just signaling the bartender for another beer, and like, so she's already embarrassed. And then, yeah, but and then no, Evan just comes no over like an, like an asshole and fucking smacks beer all over, which was pretty fucking funny. But she it shot her doesn't anyway. even apologize or acknowledge what the fuck he just did. Yeah, so she ends up dipping out, goes out like to the side alley, and there's this like creepy gate that's just chilling there. And the guy that I don't know if he's just leaving or someone that's like doing the trash or whatever that works there. But he goes out, and you hear the gate like creak all dramatically. And then all of a sudden, the devil like shows up in the in the red suit, which is um, Damien Maffei. His character is super rad throughout this. Oh yeah. So he like kicks it off, and then they they end up leaving. Like, oh, Freddie Prince Jr. like look alike. Fucking is like, yeah, I think you should stay. Like all smooth. And she's like, uh -huh. oh my god, yeah. Well, if you think so. And, and she's going to stay. So then they end up, they're all going to go check out this haunt. And um, Evan drives them in his birth control van and then puts up his little, I don't I don't know what it was, but he's got like one of those like taxi knock off type Uber thing. thing. But so, yeah, on, real like quick Lyft. note on that. He's like, I'm a super, you know, five star rated Uber Lyft, whatever. Yeah. He has no back seats in the van. <laughs> There's no seats in the van. Just the, just the, the middle row. Seat. No, not even the middle row. There's no seats in the van. Oh, they were just chilling, sitting on the floor? Yeah, they're all sitting around in the van on the floor. <laughs> That's great. And he's trying to charge them. So then Freddie Prince Jr. tosses the um, tosses his little wannabe lift light out the window. And then they're going down the road. And, and Harpa, like, notices that someone's following them in the truck. So they're like, they pull off to the side. She's like, didn't you see that, that there's a truck following us? Well, Harper also just broke up with her alcoholic boyfriend abusive boyfriend abusive boyfriend so the plot she begins. assumes that it's him which we're gonna go back into later on and i'm pretty it, it, and it very much could have been him or it could have been um it could have been the devil damien maffei you know following them and then they pull off to the side of the road then all of a sudden this just fucking huge fucking light like sign goes on that says it just said haunt right haunt no, this way haunted or like house. Haunt. it says haunted house but haunt 
is more lit up yeah it's the flickering EV and then house yeah like ah, the, the way they did yeah. that i thought was awesome the way they it's cool. introduced like that's the name cool. of the movie well that's, then, not so the, it, that's not the introduction of the name of the movie but the way that they right, they right. did it with the name of the movie so the devil dude right so he is one of the haunters and he just shows up previous to them getting to the house a little like foreshadow yeah he well he scares the shit out of harper right harper's like at, at the, the fucking gate or whatever gate. yeah and um she like she's here's the creek or whatever and then all of a sudden like he's just there like he like turns and like walks over and looks straight at her and then whatever his name is that looks like freddie prince jr comes out nathan he's like gone she looks back and, and the guy's gone and he right. looks over and he doesn't see anything and then they just start talking so as soon as that sign turns on evan the the douchebag kid that's driving's like we are not ignoring this you know we have to go check this out like almost like it was like a good omen which like it's literally just clearly the start of a horror movie like right. textbook shit so they go up there and they see this clown outside and this place is just like a little like uh, almost like a tin like industrial like park like warehouse type thing and there's a clown standing out there and evan's being a douchebag walking up like like talking shit like you know like oh yeah my niece like loves creepy clowns like i have to get your card like on the way out you can pull it out of wherever you want yeah like just a like a dickhead so he gives them the waivers and whatever they fill out the waivers but like before that they say that they want to go to the haunt and he sticks his hands out and you have to pick a hand and so like she picks the like left one he turns it over there's nothing there so then picks the right one or whatever there's nothing there and then he reaches up to her ear and then drops a key down and it's like a key to a lockbox. So they fill out these these waivers and then they have to relinquish their phones and put them in a lockbox and they hold on to the key and then they enter into the haunt. And that's, that's where that's, the fun begins. So this is like one supposed of to be things. like so it's this is supposed to be like tapping into like whatever those like the high end haunts are where you like sign waivers and like. The, it's an extreme haunt. Yes. Right. right yeah, gotcha. yeah. It's not an like extreme haunt. Not yeah, like it, sh average. it shows them printing out flyers in the beginning that says Extreme Haunt. Gotcha. What's and Evan finds one? one on the ground in the street. What's right? that famous? It's like something mansion like McCainy Manor. McCainy Manor. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that thing's fucked. Yeah, that guy's moved all over the country because as soon as anyone catches wind of what he's doing, wherever he is, he um he gets zoned he gets, out. He gets the boot. No, yeah. he was doing um he was doing it at a like somebody's farm that also had like a function kind of hall. I read Where about he that actually, one. ironically enough, was like a a wedding singer that people would be like, "Oh, I know this guy that is a wedding singer," and like that's where he worked, and that's how he met the people that own the ranch that did the functions, wow. and then they allowed him to do this like extreme haunt, like right, on like right. a far corner of their property or wherever. I'm sure, like out of sight, out of mind, kind of a thing. And his buildings were like those like just tin like space building like. Well, his handmade. his things have changed all the time because I mean he's even done it like out of his like own fucking house. Like it's almost gotcha. like he had like a like at one point I think he was in California and like suburbia California and like turned his like little backyard into like a fucking like closed some of it off and some of it was in his garage and he also would like tell people like go to this like cul-de-sac and i'll pick you up and then like <laughs> drive you to here and like torture you over there and like throw you back in the van and like drive you over there over the neighbors were complaining yeah those those fucking people are pieces of shit that guy fucking watches those things and gets his rocks off it's like the tiger king <laughs> of haunts Fuck you, Carol Baskin. Take a dildo up your fucking your fucking ass. Yeah, he's he's uh, not not liked in the the haunt community at all because it's it's realistically it's just it's just having people pay you to torture them. Yeah, is what it is. And I mean, I I would love to meet some of the people that think that this would be a 
a great idea or something to do. <laughs> so this kicks off like as they walk in. That's like the part where like Evan's like starting to be a dick, and he he's you like as they're walking up, he's like, "Hello, Mister Clune," and like someone else like says it too, and I'm like, "What a douche!" And they they end up getting inside. They're all laughing and stuff. Bailey's like unamused. She was like, this is lame or whatever. And uh, so he says something like wicked stupid. He's like, he's like, the only thing that would scare Bailey would be if they they were going to defund Planned Parenthood. Am I right? (laughs) Like, he's just like that dickhead that like has something funny to say like every time. So it is like cheesy. He shits on Angela too because he's like, I know what the scariest part of this haunt is. Not having your phone on <laughs> Yes. Yeah, they yeah, he's like just like like that yeah, they're not gonna be connected because they take the phones away and they're like, Well, we're signing our lives away now, guys. Right. So they go in and like off to the left, it, it looks like just like cheesy like Halloween decorations that like someone would put out on their lawn. Yeah, and they're like, spirit, This is lame. Spirit Halloween wholesale. Gotcha. Exactly. Wholesale. Yeah, it's like the shit that they, they put on for like like eighty percent off after everything. But then all of a sudden the witch appears. You, my pretty, and your little dog too. And she's behind bars, like you know, it's like or, or a, a fence, like a chain link fence, like locked off area. There's a girl on the ground that's like literally screaming, and like if this girl's acting, it's insane. Right. And she's like heating up like a piece you of like, like iron. You hide. Exactly. Yeah, Brand. heating up, heating up like like cherry hot fucking piece of iron and going to stick it on her face. And the second like she's like crying for help and they stick it to her face, then like this like smoke appears and then all of a sudden they're gone. But like they're like immediately freaked out and they're like, yeah. so it sets the tone. They're like, all right, this place is sick. Well, like, it's fu- we're going it's, in. It's funny you mentioned like how one dude is being like over overtly trying to make jokes to make light of everything you have the one person who's like completely like this is lame and disinterested but like it's funny because in real life people act like that when they go to haunts it's like whatever exactly. way you whatever way you manage your fear like some people want to joke their way through their fear some people want to act like oh, i don't i'm not gonna even pay attention to this shit like whatever i'm over this i'm above this or whatever but it's funny how they take those tropes that real people have and eric i'm sure you can talk to this being in haunts and stuff and then they apply it to each one of the trope characters. It's funny. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get all sorts of different type of folk. I mean, especially, too, with the haunt that I work with. There's a restaurant out front. So a lot of people eat and drink at the restaurant, get all nice and fucking shit-faced. And then <laughs> are like, up. hey, like, they'll, they'll show up. They buy their tickets, go back over to the restaurant. And they're like, let's sit at the bar for, I don't know two three four hours (laughs) and then we'll go back over to the haunt right before they close but yeah you get like 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 the people that are super like things a joke like haha like pointed like not afraid of you like and then you get the people that literally like head down walk through i'm like why do you come through here like you're not even seeing right close your eyes like yep and then you get the shit face people that like, especially middle aged women are like the worst because they'll be like, hey, what's going on? You like, you know, they got girls night out like away from the fucking their little 13 year olds. And they're yeah. like, I'm going out with the ladies. <laughs> going to go get shit face and Uber to fucking wherever. And then, yeah. And then they'll be like, what's going on, handsome? Like, oh, if I was like, you know, 37 <laughs> years younger. Meanwhile, you're you get- dressed like an absolute fucking zombie maniac yeah just covered in blood or whatever <laughs> and then you get the um the fight or flight people then you get people that literally just like fucking run through the house Lord, I'm Sam, this is some scary shit. like 
record time through the house <laughs> or like as soon as you pop out they're fucking out of into the next <laughs> room and then you get the people that immediately will just be like fucking step to me motherfucker i'll fucking swing on you fucking come fucking have me and i'm like jesus christ hard Dude, just fucking go to the next goddamn room and even <laughs> there's always that one hot ass in the group that thinks he's like that's yeah, the most I, scared I, one though I, yeah that's i fucking i fucking one, yeah. i fucking showed them yeah like I remember, that's what I was uh, trying to say at the beginning of this, though, is is I was saying to Adam, like all these people coming in initially, I thought these like actors like kind of sucked, right. like, you know, like for the, the kids going through, because I was just like, this seems like like kind of scripted. But then it was like at the same time. I mean, well, obviously it's scripted it's a movie, but I was like, this is actually legitimate. Right. Which is what you were you were saying, like you you get those personalities and and what Eric was saying, like everything that you guys just talked about right there is what they delivered in this movie, which right. made me like it even more because I was, before I was so focused on the haunters because the haunters just get better as the movie goes on, but the characters, if you think about it, it is literally as truthful as can be. You have every. Like every oh, type yeah. of personality going right. into this thing. You have like the guy that's like going to be like the, you know, the prince yeah, that's going to fucking save them. Yeah. And yeah, then you yeah, have the that. joke, the joke maker, like asshole that tries to make light everything slash tough guy. Yeah. And then you have like the girl that's like absolutely fucking petrified and has all these fears that are fucking her up. And then you have the other one that's just like, oh, I just want my phone back. And then you have the one that has like legitimate trauma in her life. And she's like experiencing weird flashbacks, like throughout this, like you kind of, you get full spectrum. So yeah, I, I think cool. they did a great job, like uh, delivering the cast on, on both ends in this. Super cool. I, I'm not sure where the insane budget came from that you were talking about, yeah. because <laughs> Most of this takes place like just in this haunt. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know how they could have spent that much money. Yeah, but 98% takes place in the haunt. The other 2% is on the road and in a bar real quick. Yeah. And that's it. Well, seeing Eli Ross name on it, is there a ton of special effects gore that could rack up bills? No. No? No, but what I will say is the kills in this movie are phenomenal. I really did enjoy like every one of the fucking kills as this movie goes on, especially um, I think it was Evan's death when he takes the claw into the hammer and fucking peels yeah. his face back. Ooh, Dude, that's, my, that's my awesome. that's my favorite character, too, is the ghost. The ghost is sick. Like, and, when, and he's so deceiving. Oh, 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 oh. Let's get it. Let's jump back. Bit. Let's yeah, jump. Yeah, yeah. Let's rewind. Let's rewind and get back a little bit. I'll so they, they've entered the house. Man. They've seen the previous person get murked. They don't know that it's real, so they're stoked about this. They come up. They're going into this haunt. They're going through the first level, and they come to a, like a, an intersection or a fork, and one says safe, and the other one is yeah, not, not safe. safe. Yeah. And so they break up. There's six of them. They break up into groups of three, and they go, well, I got to, like Evan's like dibs on not safe. And yeah. like so like him and, and two of the people go to the right. It, who was it? It was uh, it was Evan Harper and uh, yeah, it was Evan Harper and, the, the, and Bailey. No, 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 I'm it wasn't sorry. Bailey. Hold it was on. the one that disappears right in the beginning. And uh, anyway, Mallory, Mallory, Mallory. Yeah, uh, Mallory did not have a massive role in this movie. But anyway, and no, then she gets the, marked first, straight marked. Yeah, doesn't even she doesn't, like, well. She, no, technically she well she does, but like she she lasts for a while. But anyway, so they go to the not safe side. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and and the other the other two go off to the left, and so ironically, the not so safe side shows up three coffins. 
so they go over and they they they're opening the coffins there's nothing it's like hollowed out there's nothing on either side and then they open the last one or they shut the door to the last one and you hear like a door slide open like so evan's like all right only one way to find out the thing has to be closed so he gets inside he makes it through tells him he makes it through and then that's that right then so the second girl inside through. the coffin so like there's a door as inside. soon as it shuts like gotcha. some, like they like Another the, the haunters are sliding the door gotcha. like you think it's like the way it's going that they're like they they it's make mechanical. it seem like it's on a hydraulic system or something right, and right. it's like opening on its own but it's really not like somebody like there's definitely a haunter that's like in there so yeah so she goes uh he goes through then harper goes through and then Mallory goes to go through third and she's got a wicked spider phobia because they'd gone through like some cobwebs and there was real spiders in some of the cobwebs. And uh, so she gets in there and then it, instead of the door sliding open, a top latch opens Ooh. and she looks up and there's light coming through and, and there's like this anticipation. They leave you there for like 10 seconds. Nice. Then all of a sudden you see like what looks like a big spider fucking starting to crawl down then the thing just gets filled with fucking spiders she's freaking out the door opens she comes out you don't see any spiders so you're like was this some kind of an illusion but then like evan had found a receipt and he's like it's all fake they just bought this stuff yesterday like relax like or whatever but it's like there's no way that first spider that came through is fake right but anyway she makes it out and then the other side's like your typical like when you were a kid and you'd go to like a a halloween party or something and they'd have the dish and you'd reach in and there'd be brains and like eyeballs and monster yeti and it's like food What's in the box yeah exactly so they have to reach in and feel what's in there and the first one it's like spaghetti she pulls it out and throws it at him and then like freddie prince jr fucking heads up there and he grabs it it's not really freddie prince jr guys (laughs) so so hopper mallory and evan go through the coffin thing and they're actually the ones that are introduced to that tunnel yes all the arrows pointing to the tunnel freddie Prince jr look like and the other ones are the ones that see that have to reach their hands in and it says guess guess what this is yes. Whatever. yes but speaking of the whole splitting up thing and i never got it because i was watching it with casey earlier i watched it the other night and i was watching it earlier today just to freshen up if nathan is trying to pick up hoppa if you're with a group of people and there's a girl in the group that you're trying to like be like hey like what's going yeah, on wouldn't you stay and with like, her he was yeah. cool because guy, when i first met casey i remember we went on a trip and i was like i'm into this girl <laughs> and like wherever she's like oh we're gonna go hike over here i'm like well i guess i'm going hiking that's what <laughs> yeah. we're doing right now like i'm wherever you're going like yeah you know without being like creepy <laughs> you were definitely being creepy like, dude. i'm like are you going to the bathroom while like, well, you're in there. no but i always made a point to i'll be sneak like, in there and turn like, my back i'll set up a pick for you there casey while you take a piss no but i always made a point to be like Oh, where is she? Like, oh, are they go? Are they going to the store? Like, yeah, I can get some beers. I'll go to the store. Like, you know, maybe I'll sit in the back seat and like I could talk to her. I wait outside Seven Eleven for you. I walk to the Seven Eleven. No, but if if you're if you're trying no, to true. like if you're trying to like you know pick up the chick and you're with a group or whatever. Yeah, you're. You don't like, send her off oh, with oh, the douchebag. Yeah, she's going right. Uh, well, I'm going right. And if you're with your buddies, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going this way. Have fun. I'll fucking see you at the end. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you next week. Whatever the hell. <laughs> I would have snagged Mallory and sent her in the other direction and saved her life. Yeah. Just shoved her. <laughs> there you go. The, well, the, that makes Poor me think Mallory too, got thrown to the wolves because they split up the fucking pack, man. It makes me think too, like the the idea of those doors, like the scary, not scary, or like the um, 
in in the same thing like with it. the new it movie yeah with well, the it yeah movies, but, like, but that was done before that they did that and like are you afraid of the dark yeah but my question is is that a haunt thing like I can't remember it's seeing like a fun house like slash like like it yeah. could be a haunt thing. Yeah. I've never seen one in person. Have you guys? Well, it's a maze. They're like getting sent through like a maze type yeah. thing. Like so it's like a, a section of the house that they're going through. Right. And so anyway, they, they make it through all this shit, you know, and then they start going in their separate ways. So they go through the tunnel. But what we skipped when they're going through the tunnel is Harper sees the sees the devil like in this little crossover section inside of there and she stops and she's like hello and he just keeps going through but you see the red outfit let's just talk about damien maffey for a second because the dude's like i'm an average height dude and and he's like probably six one i think when i looked him up but he looks like he's like probably like six 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 in this movie right oh yeah he's pretty tall like when he comes out of that thing he towers over out uh, over evan and um and it's all about perception dude and like the angles of shots man you could I'm five nine. You can make me. I can make myself look seven feet fucking tall in front of you guys. And I don't know. He could have had like like certain shoes on for the haunt or whatever. But they they made him look massive in this in this movie, which which added to his character even more. But yeah. So then 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 you got like the whole thing where Evan comes through and he gets like the chainsaw dude like that comes out, which is I mean, I mean I'm I'm assuming that you have those at your haunt and stuff too. Yeah. Uh there's always yeah. that chain like chainless chainsaw guy and and the guy comes out and it like initially like scares Harper and then uh then he comes out but he's like frustrated at this point and then he becomes that douchebag that puts his hands on the haunter. You don't know, ever gets, fucking like, touch haunters. Yeah, you, you never fucking touch don't a haunter. You fucking don't do that. touch haunters, you um, fucking so motherfuckers. <laughs> so he, he fucking comes out and he's like, he's like, get out of my personal space, bro. And like pushes him and like knocks him back. And he just like stares at him in the mask. And they do a great job. Like all of these people stay in character, like and yeah. almost don't talk except for that. Like, uh, I think. Like, the ghost obviously talks like when, when we get to that point and then yeah. Dam- damien maffey has a fucking super awesome line who, who yeah. plays the devil in this who's sam yeah yes exactly that that scene so the yeah chains- so he- the chainsaw guys and in, in haunts are my favorite i feel like that that moment oh, sure. of like when you hear that fucking chainsaw cord pulled and it, and it turns on that's people shit their pants. Chainsaws are great if you have a legit chainsaw. If you're in an inside haunt, you have an electric chainsaw. Ah. And those fucking suck. Yeah. Because eight times out of ten, someone's got a fucking comment to make out of it. Like, <laughs> did someone just fire up the vacuum? Like, <laughs> because electric chainsaws just don't. They don't have that sound. They don't have that chainsaw sound. It's just, yeah, it's just got this. Yeah, it doesn't have that hum. It doesn't. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Obviously, you can't fire up a a gas power chainsaw inside an enclosed thing. You'd be fucked in two seconds. But huffing. But yeah, if you're outside. Oh, yeah. If you're outside and you so cool, you can fire. Oh, yeah. All day. I'd, I'd run around with one of those things for eight hours if they let me <laughs> just just fucking like like leatherface through the pack and a lot of the fucking place just to talk about ah! that for a second like, i remember my my father was like hey do you mind cutting down some of these trees over here in the yard and i was like yeah sure like i'm gonna rip the chainsaw and um i turned i, I fired it up this is like my first time using a chainsaw and i'm like this thing's sick 
and I'm, I, I trimmed away like the things that were in the were impeding or whatever. And I was like, I'm having too much fun. Like I've been watching movies with chainsaw murderers and stuff. So I just, I was like, I'm not putting this fucking thing down. So I just keep cutting shit and I'm just cutting and cutting and cutting because I'm having a blast doing it. And then my father comes home. He's like, dude, what the fuck did you do? Like you cut down half the yard. I'm just like, I'm just like, man, this, this shit is awesome. I love this. Machine. How old are you? Probably like 15, 14, 16. 15 year old Adam just in his driveway, just, <laughs> just, just yeah. fucking waving it over his head. Just like cutting into the side of the house. Well, you, you, well, you think like Leatherface was onto something like that is a fun fucking murder weapon to use. Don't oh, give, don't give Adam anything murdery period. This is like a <laughs> reoccurring theme that I'm starting to figure out with Adam because I, I brought him to the range once with me and Mark and he, <laughs> and the fucking kid goes and pulls a 007 and he fucking does a 360 during one of the fucking little obstacle courses and oh, flags yeah. both of us. And we had, that was the end of Adam's day. Dude. You know? was... So don't give it, don't give him anything that can take your life because he, he turns into a video game or a movie real quick. Uh, it's like, I it's was like Jason a... Bourne in that moment, uh, dude, I was the transporter. I could just it's... feel it in my bones i was like i feel it john wick dude it's like i have have a buddy that's been sent to the emergency room like three times due to chainsaw accidents and i think he just i think he just started his own landscaping company doesn't know how to use the brake huh no he he, no he's like straight up like any safety thing on this rip it off (laughs) yeah it's it's in the fucking way just like bare it's just a bump stop man it's fucking it's it's no big deal yeah it ain't no thing he'll rip it off because it it gets in the way of like same thing like the the little end stop at the end of the chainsaw like that's the first thing to go the brakes for you know Oh my yeah. god! Oh yeah! Pretty much, if you could just like figure out a way to fire that thing up, just get it running at full bore, no trigger, just yeah. fucking straight up. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You'll be calling him nubs pretty soon. <laughs> yep, dude, he's got some gnarly scars. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Going back to um, the whole devil thing, so Mafate has one of the sickest fucking kills, like right off the bat, and he does the pitchfork through the face. Which oh, yeah. was mm. was fucking brutal, and the shot of it was fucking amazing. And then he turns around because he hears Harper behind the door. He gets over to her. He gets super close, and he removes his mask. And you see, this is like the first, like I think was he the first haunt? Yeah, he's the first haunt you see with the with say, the mask yeah. re- removed, and you're like, holy shit! Like he had this like little Ben Cooper mask on, but his face is gnarly in this. Yeah, like tons implants and yeah, implants uh, and all kinds of crazy shit, tattoos, tattoos and stuff. And he oh, looks cool. He looks evil as fuck. So, um, but so he looks like, at her not like zombieish or supernatural, just like a nar bag with like no, they just mods. like mod, yeah, mod, body is, mods. Yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. This is all every haunter in here is like extreme body modification gotcha okay like cool. like i i, yeah, I don't want to use extreme because i don't think that's enough like yeah. super gotcha. fucking like, like yeah, split tongues blacked out no eyes. no dude no, you, you, like, well, you gotta watch take, it dude yeah. you'll see all right all right like i want to modify my body by like chop up my face they look like monsters and then gotcha. like i'm gonna put it in the sand and then we'll just let it heal on right, its own right okay i'm with you and yeah. then like yeah Anyway, so he he rips off the mask and it's like she sees his face and it's like holy shit. And then he's looking at her and um, Maffei in real life. I've seen interviews of him. He's got a pretty deep voice, but um, they definitely altered his oh, yeah, voice. It sounded deep. like in this movie. Um, and he says uh, such a pretty mask about Harper's face. And then he says, "Why don't we take it off and find out who you really are?" 
<laughs> and it's like it, it, the way he does it, it it delivers in it and it's fucking oh, epic yeah. that's cool yeah so so i mean that's just the tone but like now on the other end who who's the dude that, that i keep referring to as eddie nathan. Prince or, or freddie prince jr yeah nathan so nathan and them encounter or he goes off on his own and he encounters the ghost going through this room which is actually a really cool scene because it's all the ghosts with the um they, they have the sheets over them and then all of a sudden one of them just walks away and he's well, like we like- need help so you have what you're going back to talking about um, the reach in and like, what do you feel? Oh, yeah. Bailey, she gets cut up. Bailey's arm gets like someone's on the other side, like grabbing her arm. She rips it out and she's got all these cuts. But they appear. They yeah. appear like super fucking crazy. And and it's and it it was so realistic. Like, I mean, it was like a bit like. I mean, I feel like the timing was definitely a little bit off, but I've seen yeah. like um, I, I remember in high school, I saw um a kid that would, um, ended up becoming a friend of mine, get into a car accident, pulling out, and he hopped out of the car and he he had smashed his face off of the dashboard. And when he got out, and I'll never re- I'll never forget this. I was listening to uh, the Tool Anima album and I was walking out, and you know how intense that album is. You guys have both heard that album, yeah. so I'm like listening to that. And I'm walking out. This is back in like 2004 or something. I'm going to walk to my car. I see this accident, and he gets out and he turns and he goes, "What the." fuck and like it was like slow motion i saw all these cracks just appear on his forehead and open up and blood start coming down his face and it was it was gnarly and that's what's like happens in this scene like you see your arm and it's fine and then all of a sudden you just see these slits and the blood starts coming out and you're like oh shit like like, he got cut up good me and garrett used to work at uh, a van skate shop when we were teenagers together and uh, i remember one day working there and gripping a board with a razor blade (laughs) and uh i'm like do to do like i'm on autopilot and all of a sudden i'm like i feel a cold i feel a cold rip in my finger and i was like oh no what did i do but then you look down and you're like oh i'm fine and then all of a sudden give it a second all over the and all deck of a sudden, and you're like oh damn it yeah, all of a sudden you see that skin just slowly split and then just blood flows like yeah. fucking waterfall and they did a great job filming that in this. It was it was super cool, like the effect that they did with it. It was it was awesome. But um, yeah, so so that that whole ghost thing, like he's walking away and and um, he's like, we need help. And uh, the guy just keeps walking. Then all of a sudden the lights come on and he like pops back over and like stares at him for a second. He's like, you saying you need help? <laughs> Which like no hunter yeah, ever like, comes out of character. Someone someone's hurt. Yeah, someone's hurt or something. So like. You're like, oh, all right, like this dude's taking it serious and like you buy into it and like he's like, hold on, I just gotta grab something, like he's going to help him. And you think this guy's genuine, like and that there's just like somebody that's fucked up. Like you think it's just Maffei that's like fucked up and like that this was all just a show, but like he's he's the lady one. So then they they introduce this whole character. Like evil ones, evil ones in the cast or something. Right. Yeah, and he plays it. He plays it so good. Like he he plays it off well. But like you were saying, Eric. Like so, he like he takes them on a little fucking ride, and the, like they think he's helping them. He gives them the keys, but it's all part of the act. And uh, they just keep advancing further because they have people set up everywhere. Like we were talking about, like before. I don't know if it was on another episode or just in us conversing before. But like you know, when you go to Salem to the haunts, there's like these little like social cues. So like right. I remember going down with friends and and um an old girlfriend of mine going down 
into this thing. And when we got up to the front of the line, we were walking in the person that opened the door to let us in knocked on the wall five times. Cause there was five of us. And that was just letting them know right. there's five people coming yeah, through. Yeah. And I was the only one that picked up on it. Cause I'm like, my head's always on a swivel, but I was like, this motherfucker just let them all like, let them all know that there's five of this us. Motherfucker turned, spin. Turned, yeah. This motherfucker's <laughs> spitting and uh, this motherfucker's knocking. And, uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that, that whole fucking shit happens and he, he takes him for a fucking ride and he turns out to be like one of the most sinister ones of them all, which is, is super cool. And this movie just starts to get wackier and wackier as they go on. So I was uh, I was doing some trivia stuff and uh, they, there was a question about it was a, a haunt related question. And um, I, fi- I, I it, it brought up these things and Eric I'm curious to know if like if this is like lingo that haunts use and stuff but the idea of like a scare pocket like where throughout a haunt there's like literally dedicated scare pockets where it's like when someone's standing here that's the time to scare them or, or etc and then the idea of like throughputs where it's like how do you guys control traffic when when like people are kind of lingering in a room or like how that all works like it, it's it has to be orchestrated, right? Because you don't want to like – in thinking about my experience going to haunts, there's never a time where I'm like, oh, I'm in a line waiting to get into the next room or there's traffic jams or whatever. Well, so I mean at the end of the day, a haunt is a business and they're trying to get as much business as they can. So they're trying to find the right balance of keeping traffic moving, like keeping the flow moving. Yeah. But also – letting you enjoy your time like like not being forced shoved through the house right like, right want you to get as much as you can out of the house want you to you know get as much scares and everything like that but at the end of the day we're trying to get as many people through the house as we possibly can to. right because it's all um, dollars attached everybody is yeah. a dollar attached to it yeah i mean at the end of the day i mean it is a business and yeah. i hate to say it you know put it like that it might seem like oh well you know you should be doing this for like the customers and this and that which we are but at the end of the day it's it's a it's a business and they're trying to make money and mm-hmm. you know also too on the other side of that you have people that are waiting in line for a long that time are like what the fuck like i've been waiting for an hour right, like well, let's right. go like yada yada so it's almost like you get people that understand and then you get people that are like, well, I've been waiting in line and then or they like they want the line to rush. And mm-hmm. then when they're in there, they're like, well, no, no, no. I'm going to take my time in it. Right, right. I'm going to walk around and look at some stuff or whatever. But um, but also too, like a lot of haunts, the actors or whoever, I mean, you get put in a different room every night or sometimes you get put in the same rooms. So a lot of it is up to it's almost like. What is it called? Um, when you um, improv, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all it's gotcha. all improv. It's yeah. all improv. So you literally get like it's almost like um, what's that that show with Drew Carey that he used to have? Uh, Whose line, line is, is it, it anyway? It? Yeah, it literally is like that every night. So they're like, all right, this is your room. This is the scene. Like that's it. That's all you get. Like right. you just get dropped into a room, and they're like, it's cool. Figure it out, and then. You have to like figure out, okay, well, I'll try to get people when they get to this point, or I'll try to pop out at this point, or I'll try to get my character to do this, yeah. or I'll say this, or I try to come up with almost like a little backstory or like narrative or like a, you know, just a character. You're, you're literally like every night, you're just developing a new character and yeah. then also figuring out the room, like what worked with this group. Okay, that didn't work. Let me try it out with this group. Like that didn't work. Like if you ever go to a haunt, don't be the first one in line. Yeah. 
because it's gonna fucking suck and definitely don't be the last one in line <laughs> you gotta find you gotta i mean definitely don't be any either end of the line you gotta be right in the middle that's when you get your best and work that's 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 when you yeah that's when you get the haunters when they're one they're like at their prime they they're still dialed. have all their energy they figured out that room they figured out their character that's a good call like unless yeah, you're a chicken shit then just, just be the front in. or the back <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, not in the sense of the line of your group of friends. I'm saying in the sense of like the whole yeah. line as a group. Like, the whole the hunt thing, opens yeah, at yeah. eight. Don't show up at eight. Right. And if they close at midnight, don't be that fucking asshole buying a ticket at midnight. Right. Because Nobody all you're gonna get guy. is a bunch of all you're tired. gonna get is a bunch of tired fucking right. people that have been screaming at people all fucking night. Yeah. And then they're literally because towards the end of the night too, you get dead time. So like. When you get in the midst of the night, like you have a group coming in and you're fucking running, you're screaming or whatever, and then they're out of your room, you run back to your first station and then you do it all over again. And then you run back to your first station, you do it all over again. As the night goes on, you have a group come through, then you're sitting around for five minutes. Yeah. It's like it's like getting cold when you play sports or like anything or like, you know, or like when you're boxing, they're like, stay warm, stay warm, stay warm. That's how it is towards the end of the night. You just, you know, you sometimes you sit around for like 20 minutes and you're like, are we closing? Like, is there anyone like, like no, 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 no. The next group's left. coming in. And you're right. like, fuck. All right. Like, and then you're like trying to get yourself all amped up. And then the group ends up sucking. They're like, they have like fucking someone like Evan, like, this is stupid. That's dumb. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I don't want to be here. Why are we here? That's ridiculous. That's fake. That's fake. I'm like, yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> And then, and then you lose even more steam, right? Because you just like whatever, dude, just 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 fucking walk through the goddamn hot. I don't give a shit. Yep. But that's what's cool about this is like they're the only group going through. They came in at the tail end of another group, and then there's nobody else because this thing's in the middle of the fucking boonies. It's cool. So it's like like Eric's if I was like murdering used to this people. Production. Be a different story. I know, but like Eric's like used to this mass production. They like kind of like hand selected it, so it's like you get what Eric's talking about right now right. in this. Yeah. Like there's no lull in the beginning or lull to the end. Like they have their job. They're going to do it super well during this. Cause they had the first group come through. Then they had their second group. They have the fucking oil on the walls, like ready to burn this motherfucker down if they get caught or things go south. Like they had this whole place rigged for murder. Like it was like, we're going to take out like a a few groups, like a kids, and then we're going to call it a night, which was what was kind of neat about this whole thing is um, whereas you didn't get that so much with the other movies that we had mentioned, the house is October built or um, what was that one at the theme park? Oh, uh, oh, God damn it. Um, I had to bring it up, huh? You fucker. Hellfest? Hellfest, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Hellfest was was another thing, and it had similar scenes like almost to this movie where like you see somebody legitimately dying, and you can't tell if it's a part of the haunt, but it was in like this gigantic amusement park. My grandson has to take a Walt Disney shit. Right. So there's like all this chaos going around. That's what I thought was kind of cool about this flick is it, it stayed secluded. So you just had like your main characters that they showed in this, and you had the trickle out of the people that had gone through prior. Nice. Dude, I could literally fucking murder someone at the haunt that i work at 
and someone walked through and go, that's the fakest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm not even fucking joking. It's here. your area, though, too. But also, like, it's just scared people trying to rationalize so they're not scared anymore. Like, that's a, that's an, a human yeah, instinct to want to do. Well, it's isn't doesn't Rob Zombie like I think it's called like 31. Isn't that up based on a haunt? Oh, God, don't bring up no, that abortion. No, they like... made they made fucking they made a 31 thing at. Universal. Gotcha. Okay, for, that's what it for was. Horror night. You know, I had I had a friend bring up recently that listens to the podcast, and he was like, "I've been wondering when you guys were going to get into Rob Zombie." Never. And I was like, "Don't." I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Don't get me started on fucking Dude, Robert. I, we're not." I getting love into Rob that. Zombie's early movies, man. House of a Thousand. Yeah, Corps you love Rob Street Zombie's Jack. early oh. movies. What else did you like? Because Thirty One was the biggest fucking waste House, of money. House, we of, ever a, House of a Thousand Corpses. So good. And Devil's Rejects. So good. And that's it. Thirty One. No one wanted to fucking fund that goddamn movie, and he turned to his fans, and he had his fans fund that fucking movie, and in yeah. return for getting their name put in the credits or, right, or right. whatever. They and the new devils, and a lot of them got Trent. fucked. Yeah, a lot of them didn't get shit. And yeah. what's what's the newest Three from Hell? Fuck Three, three from, from Hell. Trash. I turned it off thirty minutes in. I was like, this is fucking terrible. You still can't I, take away from Devils. I mean, sorry, House of a Thousand Corpses. That shit. No, I won't. Or I Devils Rejects. I never will. No. They're, they're both they're both great movies. I, I, I love both of those. That, yeah. Everything after that, I felt I felt like he just fucking he just shit all over it, and it was like, like I mean, Hall, the original Halloween that he did, like the first one. I don't agree with how it was done at all, but it was like it was a watchable movie. Yeah, it was. It, it was wasn't fine. terrible. Yeah. The second one, fucking garbage. Yeah, like absolute fuck. I was like, what the fuck? I'm so pissed. Like, an ex of mine bought me the whole fucking Halloween like set on Blu-ray, like one year, and I and I have it, and, and I don't want to break trash. up the set, but I want to just fire Halloween two right in the fucking trash. Uh-huh. I just want to throw it in the trash. It's it's, it's so fucking bad. But yeah, so I mean, we get to going going back to this movie. We're not going to go off on a tangent on Rob Zombie. We could do a whole episode on that at some point. If you guys want to hear us bash Rob Zombie, you just fucking you go ahead and just bring us on in. We'll we'll, we'll gladly do that. Um, and I grew up listening to White Zombie and shit. So I I mean, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to get into that. But anyway, we go back to the go- this ghost character who's fucking awesome. And it, they they like try to get all fucking alpha on him at one point, and they're just like. They're like like one of them's like holding like a, a like some sort of a crowbar like type thing or whatever. And they're trying to like ask him his name. And he's like, you can just call me Mitch. And then Evan's an asshole. And he's like, he's Let like, me all see right, your I'm face, gonna... Mitch. Yeah, he has to see his face. He doesn't show up. But then he's like, he's like, I'm going to go through. Then you can send bitch through. <laughs> and then you follow him up with the poker, you know, from the fireplace. Then he gets through the other side. He's trying to find his way through the maze and the ghost gets through. He takes a piece of wood and he hammers in so that the rest of them can't get through. He he blocks off the fucking entrance because they're going through in reverse. And so he gets outside with Evan, Mr. Jokey, Mr. Joke Maker. And uh, (laughs) you still want to face? He's he like Evan's like scared and he's like, yeah, nah, like I'm all set. Oh, like, he sees, he sees the hammer. Like, he sees that he's holding the yeah. hammer. He's like, nah, man, I'm cool. Like, it's it's fine. He's man. like, he's like, like yeah, it's cool. And then he says, like, 2425 Lincoln Road, which I'm assuming is Evan's fucking place. Like, they've already. I know they never left. How the fuck did he find out his address? Oh, no, from the, the waiver. Oh, yeah, the waiver. The waiver. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so that, he yeah. says it and he's like, what the fuck? And he's standing there holding a hammer. And uh, so he, he goes. He's talking about his face again. He says, it's a bit of a work in progress, but oh, 
think you're really you gonna like, like it. it. Yeah, and and it's and it's fucking cool and it's creepy. And then he just fucking takes him out with the hammer, and then he sticks that fucking claw in, like we were saying in the beginning. And I fucking love this scene. He sticks that claw in, and, and you can hear it clank off the teeth, and then hit uh. the roof of his mouth, and he just peels that motherfucker back. Dude, it was, his it's, face, a, it's, like it's a sexy jaw. kill scene. Yeah, he, rips no, he, his he, fucking... he rips his fucking face off. It's a sexy-ass wow. yeah. kill scene, dude. I fucking... I enjoyed the fuck Dude, out. and his face... His face was fucking gnarly. The ghost... The ghost... Yes. Dude. Ghost face is... Actually, it, yeah. It's I the best. Like I, said, like I said, Adam, when, when, like, it's not it's not just, like, body modifications, like the, the vampire woman of Mexico and, like, stuff like that with, yeah. like, implants and stuff. Like, it's legit, like... Like yeah, when they're turning themselves into monsters, it's like right. I I want a sequel. I want to see like what this whole like traveling circus right. is because yeah. like what do they do for the rest of the year? And at like one point they do come across another haunter, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa! Like I, I I'm not part of this. Like I just work here. Like and then they started killing people, and like I'm all, I'm all set. Nah, yeah. but. But that's a little bit further and uh, wait. So I Mary, you guys a little bit earlier, you mentioned that there's gas on the walls. Like, can you elaborate? Oil, that? oil, there was, oil on the there walls. There was oil like poured because it gets onto um, Nathan's shirt. So they the literally girls. soak the entire environment in oil to burn it. Is that what you said? Well, they, they no, soak so a these, good amount of it in oil. The maze was like made out of like pallets, so like they oh, put cool. it on there, gotcha. which which would be like a perfect spark to like engulf like a, like a fire to like yeah. burn yeah. down the place and get rid of the evidence. So. Anyway, moving on from that, we we're back into Nathan again. How about Nathan trying to hide from him? Because he says, do you still want to know my name or whatever? And like he takes off or whatever. But like when he's trying to hide and he goes, he ends up in that room of all the fucking places to go. He goes to hide behind a tarp and you can hear the person coming towards you. He doesn't like get down on the ground and like lift it up lightly and roll underneath. He just rips the thing up and pulls it back down. And it's like anyone walking would heard a fucking tarp like moving. So yeah, it's, right? like, it's such a distinct sound like a tarp. And oh, I was yeah, just I like, he, right might, he might as well have been like, idiot. he might as well have been like, oh, shit. And then, just like, go to the one crinkly the thing in this sterile ass room. Like, what yeah, the if, fuck are you doing? If there was lockers, he would have slammed the fucking locker. Or Nathan, excuse me. Locker door shut when he got in there. Awesome. But, but yeah, so, I mean, and then and then we move on from that and we flash over to, to Harper again. And, and she's she's walking through and she sees somebody standing in a corner, almost like we had you in the, the Georgie shoot. Gotcha. And uh, so she's like standing at, like this guy's standing in the corner. She starts backing up and they keep flashing on these nails. And that's, I, I think that's like the one nice thing that these haunters did is, is in most movies, it would be like some rusty ass fucking nail. And it's like if you didn't get your tetanus shot, you're fucked. But like they're like the most clean, sterile nails going through a board. So like she steps on this, there's like some adhesive on the floor, and I'm like, who set up these fucking booby traps? Fucking Kevin McAllister? Like, what the fuck is going on here? It's like like when Marv's going through and he steps on the nail and he's like, <laughs> and he steps on the fucking tar. So it's good. like the same shit, and then it goes to like some cool stuff. Flashes over to like a door, and there's like a trap that's gonna like drop down. That has a bunch of fucking kitchen knives, right? And it starts to like kind of get gnarly, which is really cool. What's cool and is then, like the way you guys are describing it too. It's like that McCainy Manor and uh, like how it is like so home built, like using. Pallets. It was probably inspired. Oh a yeah, lot. I'm sure they. I'm Pops, sure. I'm sure they. That. Yeah, they researched probably sure. the fuck out of it, and that was like a like a huge thing. Is they, I mean, cool. you just look up extreme haunts, but yeah. that's like the that's like the main vibe. pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. But so we we didn't get into earlier um, Harper's 
um, says that she grew up in a haunted house and she has this like whole like little dramatic moment where she's like, I grew up in a haunted house. And I remember first time watching it, I was like, I was like, oh, cool. Like she like legitimately grew up in a haunted house. But like she's talking about like the ghosts of like her memories. Her father was and like smacked around her mother and she would hide under the bed. Yeah. So she was like, it was traumatic. And we didn't really touch on that. But like. So like Harper has this whole thing where she she does that and she she tells about her story of abuse and her hiding under the bed and her dad coming in acting like it was nothing that he just threw his, her mother across the floor. Wow. I don't know so, why we so, needed that. It, it was unnecessary. I don't know what it, it was like into it was the story. Yeah, it was just to like get dramatic for a point and like kind of just like oh like Harper's like a victim like just to make her like a strong like like it it made it seem like she was like the. Um, like the final girl or whatever, like, and she's like surviving this like whole fucking thing or whatever. It made um, so sense. And like, in. it almost reminded me of like your next where it shows that girl, like when she's like, Oh, back in my childhood, like my father was like a prepper and he should, like taught me like all these skills or whatever. Yeah. Preparing you for her. Yeah. Bringing it to the end yeah. Of the movie, yeah. Right? But like this, just let, let it be a mystery. It, it was like with, but like in your next, like it made sense because it was like, oh, girl, this girl's a badass. Like, how the fuck is she like doing all this? She's like, yeah, my father was like a fucking Navy SEAL and like fucking taught me how to do all this shit. But in this, she's just like flashbacks to like, my father was an asshole. Well, and is, now, is now she I'm the here. Girl? Like, does she, is she the last one so standing? She, yeah. So she makes it to the end. But like, the reason I bring this up is because the, the final room that like she makes it into, like, or, or the, like, what's supposed to be the end of the road is, is like this, like, little kid's room. And she has to like go through this puzzle, and it's it's almost uh, very um, Saw. haunting of Hill House. Oh, like gotcha. there's like the writing on the um, wallpaper, yeah. and, but it's written in reverse. And I, I keep laughing because she keeps pulling out this mirror and holding up the mirror at her face and like looking behind her so she can read it. And it's like these weren't hard words to read. Like you could read it backwards just using your brain. But it's, it's like right. exit here. She's like, hold on. Let me pull out my pocket mirror to do I don't makeup. know how to decipher this code exactly. they put so here. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. So she does that whole thing, but then there's a part that leads her to go under the bed. And like, so she's under the bed and then she has this like traumatic flashback of her hiding under gotcha. the bed when his, her father's abusing her mom. Then, Which uh, again plays no, nothing into the story. <laughs> Yeah, but but it was relevant to this scene or whatever. So then Maffei comes in, like, and he's the devil. He he comes in and he's um, as the dad thing's fading out. It's his voice coming in, and he's right. trying to get her, and she's like. She's like had it. So she like stabs him in the eye and then she sticks the key in the door. And this door has like a ton of fucking gears going in it and it, and it opens and it starts playing the uh, pop goes the weasel song. And fortunately, she's standing off to the side because this is a boarded up thing. But when it gets to pop goes the weasel, a shotgun goes off and blasts through the door. So like she opens it now. She knows it's coming and the thing resets and it has a string to the shotgun. So it like it resets it and it pulls another one. But the one thing I will say that I didn't notice and, and, I, and this bothered me is I don't remember seeing the pump action on the shotgun getting reset. No. And I- also, too, so the writing on the wall says dolls see all. Yes. And she goes and I have it paused goes. on my TV right now and I'm looking at it in reverse and I can tell what the fuck it says like so immediately as soon as I look at it. Pocket mirror. But also, too, and. It's been a few times in my life where I've actually called out a movie, but like you were saying with the shotgun scene, as soon as I heard the music in the door and she's walking up to the door, I go, oh, let me guess what? 
a fucking shotgun just shoots you right in the fucking face. Yeah. And literally, as soon as I said face, all of a sudden it was like, boom. And yeah. Casey looks at me. She goes, how the fuck did you know? I'm like, <laughs> I did the same thing. I was like, I and I threw experience. my hand up and was like, bam. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I did the same thing. I just knew that that was coming the way that it was set up because it was always like with a big fucking bang. And that that's like the one thing that would really do that. So she had, so she starts crawling through there. She had stabbed um, Maffei in the eye and he comes back after her. And I was like, this is his haunt. Like, but like he's going in and he's like, but he's pissed because he's disoriented. He's, he's just got stabbed in the eye. Like this yeah. dude spent so much money on body modifications. So he's fucking crawling through or she's crawling through and he grabs her and like, she like pushes her like finger into his eye and sticks his head up, which I don't know how her hand doesn't get blown off, but so it like resets and then, and then pop goes Maffei, his fucking head gets blown off. And, um, you know, and like, so she keeps going. And at that point, like you were saying earlier, and I haven't seen this, so this is like an unfounded thing, but like the idea of the child abuse and like the idea of, Maffei kind of being the, the the real like from the flashback coming into Maffei being like the replacement of the father like it's it's the story of her tackling her trauma like she's been fighting this monster her entire sure, life she's confronting she's being, her fear and exactly. that's where that that whole thing comes in I yeah. understand it ties in but like mm-hmm. I also understand what what Eric's saying is, is because it was just such a small piece like going into it, it was almost unnecessary you could have just made it like a fun haunt movie and there didn't need to be any like right. like complete depth to it but then again when we get towards the end of this movie, it does make a little bit more sense to what we're talking about right now. Me and, and, you. and think and, of it from the, pers- from the perspective of being a girl watching this who has gone through trauma, who's seeing this being like, oh, like I can relate. I can like, you know what I mean? Where it's like every Yeah, I wouldn't advise, though, because uh, whoever you are, you're probably going to die in this movie. <laughs> I just um, I just noticed a fucking movie flaw at that scene with the shotgun. So. So as as usual as I do, I I do these podcasts in my living room, and I usually I'll have the movie playing in the background as I, as we're doing the podcast. But so as we're talking about the scene with the shotgun, you so you see her put the key into the door with all the gears, and it's like a saw whole thing, and all yeah. the gears. She stabbed him in the eye with the key. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. And he fell down with the eye, with the key in his eye, but then all of a sudden she had it in her hand. Is that the flaw? Nope, nope, nope. Hold on. Because no, I don't know what the hell she stabbed him with. She had, yep, yeah, okay, yeah, she's holding the key. Yeah, but later up when you see him, you don't see a key in his eye. That's so what I'm she saying. But, just but she had, and held no, it. but when he's falling backwards when he gets stabbed, the key is still in his eye, and then all of a sudden it's in her hand and she well, puts well, it in. Well, he, he covers he covers up his face, so you never see it. But I could have so sworn she, I saw it, but we'll, she we'll puts the key into the door, spins it, then the gears start going, she backs up up against the bedpost and then the camera from the other side of the bed starts zooming into the door from behind her and this is this is how I knew a shotgun was going to go on because the the wood in the middle of the door is brand new compared to yes. the rest of the door but as it zooms in on the last second you see her turn right like she like walked out of like they were like get out of the way for like oh, the camera or whatever yeah. No, she is standing to the right, but right at the last second, it was almost like someone was like, okay, and now turn right. Like, but they caught her in frame. Yeah. So you see her standing there and then <laughs> she turns right real quick. Like she's walking off and then boom, shotgun, bam. So, fucking so now, caught you, caught you, Eli Roth. We keep, fucking put your bucks on that. Yeah, before we keep going off on this fucking same scene. So, so now 
now we have like the the big dramatic scene where Harpa kills Bailey by accident. Oh no! Stabs her with the fucking uh, pitchfork, and she comes through with a hot mask with her hands tied behind her back. And then there's this whole dramatic moment. Oh my god! I just killed my friend, which was a really like I don't know rip off scene from many other movies but one in particular that i've talked about i'm trying to think there's a couple i'm thinking of it one that i've talked about in particularly in a past one that happened to do with some uh some british hitmen so i don't want to go ahead are you really going to bring that up again we got to do an episode are you you talking about kill list we got to do an episode on i wasn't going to say it but now you said it are you bringing up kill list again yeah some fucked up shit in that one but anyway, I think that's like the yeah, sixth episode out so of our good. seven episodes. I think six of them have kill list. So it's we about do... time we just oh, do. Yeah. I'm glad we're, we're on the same it. page. All right. So anyway, that happens, and then all of a sudden, fucking abusive boyfriend's gonna come to the rescue because Evan sent the fucking Google Maps to him or whatever. Whatever he sent off. Oh, and, and then speaking, speaking, you're worried about the not cocking of the shotgun. There is a lever. Is there? All right, good. That I feel much better now. Okay. I feel much better now because that, we can we can we can finish this episode now. We can all go to sleep easy. <laughs> well, no, there was there was two things, and I haven't confirmed the other one. And this is one that that me and Mark uh, are very enthusiastic about as well when it comes to movies in general. Is when Freddie Prince Jr. fucking came in with the nail gun. Did he push in the safety on the nail gun and then press the trigger, or did he just um, squeeze the trigger like an asshole? Hold on a goddamn second. Is that what you noticed? Is that what you noticed, Garrett? Because That's you know what I, what I noticed? Saying. There's no goddamn air hose connected to that goddamn nail gun. <laughs> Even better. Even better. And, no, but there is a rope. There, If you look at it, there is a little piece of, like, little piece of twine, like, pulling back the safety, which was my first thing. Like, okay, okay you can't, you yeah. can't, that doesn't operate like that. Gotcha. Because it's close up, and I saw the piece of twine, and then when it backs up, there's no fucking air hose hooked up to the goddamn thing. And I told Casey, I go, that's not how that works. You could go to Lowe's or Harbor Freight and just buy like a cheap little fucking air hose. You don't even have to connect it to anything. Just have it fucking waving around. All right, Eli Roth, we've given you a lot of kudos. You better step it up next Is it an electric air gun? I mean, no, sorry, nail gun? no, it's no, it's like an old roofing gun. Gotcha. It's yeah. it's not it's not like a little like rinky dink, like little uh, finish gun or anything. It's like a full blown like gotcha. fucking you're they on. They may the, have just a, picked it up on this gun. set, like when they picked up this place and we're just like, yeah, let's try to incorporate this in here because they had some gnarly old tools in it, which was kind of cool. I don't know. It, it's one of those things, too, like where stuff changes on set, directors change stuff. Like we're such some, we're such assholes. We're sitting here looking no, like for the some, negative. No, like some sometimes <laughs> you just no, but that but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying yeah, to get to a positive. It's the same thing with like special effects and like props and all those guys. Like they don't get any fucking credit, but at the same time, like they're under such like like shit changes on movies all the time. Like especially with like makeup or props or even scenes. Like the director will be like, yeah, I know it said. um He's going to come in with a bat, but um, I want him to come in with a nail gun. And they're like, well, we don't have one of those. And he's like, well, we're shooting in 20 minutes. So, like, go find one. And then it's like, they're like, okay, well, this doesn't really make any sense. But, like, we'll put some twine on it and hopefully no one notices that, like, there's no air hose connected to it. Or the same thing with, like, special effects makeup. Like, they'll be like, well, you know... I know we said, like, just her eye was going to be, like, fucked up, but, like, we were thinking about, like, the whole right side of her face, um, and we're doing that in five minutes, so, like, go. What happens What happens when um, the boyfriend shows up? Yeah, I was going to say, you got to talk about that. 
So the boyfriend shows up, like he gets the coordinates like to go there and gets his little GPS set up. It's like 18.1 miles away. And he fucking ride. He drives out because he's a fucking, he's just pissed at his fucking girlfriend and super possessive, but he shows up, you know, he gets his just desserts, you know, or just dessert, whatever you want to fucking call it. Fucking he shows up and gets fucked up. Yeah. He's got his little fucking man, man bun ponytail. And, uh, he fucking goes, cruise on in like a fucking hardo and he gets taken out super fucking fast he gets a bolt to the oh, neck yeah. and then they the fucking dude like hits him like a croquet mallet with a fucking sledgehammer and the fucking dude I, I love that he didn't like over the top like come down on him like a carnival fucking game he was yeah, just it was like, like a croquet but that was after like crushing his hand off. with the cylinder block when he was reaching for the phone oh yeah which was pretty dope. So yeah, he just looks like a little bitch, like like he would be because he's a fucking woman abuser. Yeah, so he gets taken out super quick. She sees him on the way out and like looks and she, like it's almost like she couldn't give a shit, right? So like she gets out, like her and fucking uh, Freddie Prince Jr. fucking run off into the fucking sunset, aka fucking chain link fence with barbed wire. He throws a um, jacket over jacket? it, like a gentleman, and uh, she's fucking climbing over it. And then dudes coming out that. Uh, got fucked up on the arm and but he's got like a gun so uh they have a little face off and freddie prince jr's in his little fucking cute baseball uh alfred uh he's a little leaguer and uh he comes walking up and uh, he's got the bat and they have like the whole scene like you know they they show like like the shadowed version of him with the light in the background with the fucking bat and then homeboy's coming up and then he pulls up the gun and just fucking gut shots him in the fucking lower abdomen to like like one side and then uh he fucking comes in like and fucking just straight swings. He's like a like a college baseball player yeah. and fucking smashes him on the fucking head, takes him out, turns around, runs back with his fucking gut wound, and he's gonna climb a fence, which I thought was super fun. Well, he, he was and, he uh, was a college baseball player until he took a crazy pitch to the cheek and broke it in three places. <laughs> yeah, broke Oof. broke his face in three places. But but you still look good, she says. But you can so never anyway. tell yeah she she makes it over and um they they make it out and then it shows her she's doing something she she has to fill out a release yeah no she has to fill out a release at the hospital and when they say release her eyes like flash and she remembers signing the release so she's like fuck they have my address because all these fucking dipshits put their real address down on this like that's what blows me away like how stupid people are i would not if i showed up to some fucking weirdo ass haunt i'm not putting my address down if i did it would be like 666 go fuck yourself road like you're not that's what i'm doing with my census survey Right. So so um, she heads home. She sets up her little fucking Kevin McAllister fucking setup, and they show the guy with the it's like the clown from the beginning that's letting them in. He's driving in his truck and then he comes in and she's got like a JBL fucking speaker, like Bluetooth speaker. And it's playing the pop goes the weasel fucking song. Oh, and he man. steps in, he steps on a fucking nail and he's like, or, or no, he steps on adhesive. And then like he pulls himself out of it and he falls forward and his hands go through the nails and he gets marbed. Then all of a sudden the fucking he's like, what the fuck? Like he's like trying not to make noise. And then like she like goes by. And then the fucking speaker plays Pop Goes the Weasel again. She turns around or he turns like slowly, like anticipating turns towards her. And she's got the shotgun and she says something to him. Do you remember what she says, Eric? Let's take off your mask. And she blows his face off. And then uh, 
then it goes to the end of the movie. So it's, it's super fun. It's it's yeah, a pretty action packed flick. It's got some cool suspense. It's it's a fun flick. I had I had a great time. Again, you know, kudos to everyone that made this movie and um, to the haunters. Like fantastic job. The actors that came through. Let's take off job. your mask. That's what she said. Wait a minute, you dick! Yeah, let's take off your mask. Yeah, and and she blasts him in the face. So. Yeah, all in all, that's the end of the episode. And hope you guys enjoyed. Looking forward to what's probably going to be a pretty shitty Halloween this year, but we're doing our best to try and make it fun for you. Catch you next well, time. Oh. Did you have something to say, Eric? <laughs> oh, well, Hold on one say, second. Eric had a couple say, things to say. Hopefully some haunts are open this year. Don't touch your haunts. Yeah. And haunts, don't touch your peoples. Away from the Eric, Everyone... Keep your hands in your pockets. Keep your dick beaters to yourselves. Eric, as a haunter, did this movie give you an, an absolute boner and make you want to go out and start haunting? No. <laughs> <laughs>